Welcome to the 4-H Lunchtime Ladies podcast, the podcast that will help you build your 4-H house one lunch at a time. This is hosted by Megan Parr and Wendy Scott, 4-H specialist in Texas. Hey, Wendy. Hello, Megan. How you doing today? I'm really good. Good. Am I quiet or am I, am I loud enough? Can you I, hear me? I think you sound good. Okay, good. Uh, I am going to preface this with saying that we both work in offices with other people and there's some construction going on next door to me. So if you hear some banging around, just ignore it. Mine won't be banging. I'm, I'm pretty much back on the side where the researchers are and they don't like any laughter or noise at all. So if, if you're just banging doors, you might hear banging doors because, and I try not to be loud. My door's closed, but our walls are like paper thin. Yeah. So yeah, you just may hear people that are mad. <laughs> there is no laughter at the district office. By That's golly. funny. <laughs> We're the opposite here in Stephenville. We probably laugh too loud and make other people mad. Oh, we do that. Like we have one person here that when he sees, and he said he's on the extension side, when he sees that agents are coming in for a committee meeting, this last round, we had a committee meeting and he went to our district, you know, secretary person and said, uh, if they're going to be loud, do I need to call Michael, who's our DA, Michael, and tell them to be quiet? I'm like, that makes you want to be louder. So I was like <laughs> going up and down by his door being real loud. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, you're not the boss. Of and he is the loudest dude. Like when he gets on his cell phone, he is loud. Like I heard him the other day and he, I'm talking like a hundred feet away. I could hear him down the hallway. Yeah. And I thought, and you're just on your phone. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't yeah. feel bad. Sometimes I can hear like when people have phone calls or presentations or whatever, some of the people at the other end of the hallway are so extremely loud. I can, I feel like I'm sitting in on their presentation, you know, or in on their phone call. Cause I can hear every word of it. Yeah. I'm like, don't judge <laughs> me. Don't judge me for being loud. In yeah, the I don't office. care. Give me a break. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah. All well, right. how's we the weather? <laughs> how's the weather in the LBK today? We are currently 46, mostly sunny, except I don't know if I trust my computer either. I told y'all it's messed up the other day. Let's see. This was Monday. It tried to tell me it was raining and I look out and I'm like, it's blue skies. I don't see any rain. So I think we're supposed to be 61 today. It's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. We're currently at 47 and sunny. That's what my computer says. It is sunny outside. Um, it was cold as all get out this morning. Yes. I started a fire before I came to work. <laughs> yeah. But it's supposed to be like up near 70, 70 today. You know, like oh. it's, we started out at 26 and we're going all the way to 70, whatever. Oh, that makes me want to drive the four hours and come to Stephenville. You should. I love those days like that. Yeah. I love it. Good days. All right. Fun topic. Yeah, this is a fun topic today. It is fun. And I think that this is, well, I like a lot of things that we do. This is what you, it will be what you make of it. You know, when we talk in terms of volunteers and what we're going to talk about today, volunteer recognition, um, volunteer recognition is what you make of it. And I feel like the better you treat your volunteers, the more they're going to want to do for you. And it could be really boring. Or it could be something that is so much fun. So even the little bit we talked, uh, oh my gosh, we were already coming up with some crazy ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of the some of the reason I think that we, we this topic is so um, relevant right now is that National Volunteer Week happens in April. 
April 17th through the 23rd. And now is a great time to start planning out what you're going to do for those volunteers. While we want to encourage you to do this throughout the year, specifically on that week, we want to make sure we get our volunteers recognized. And we all get stuck in that rut of what are we going to do at the banquet? And it's not to discount what you do at your 4-H banquet, but recognize these people all year long, especially if it's that, and, and most of our banquets run in August, especially if it's somebody that maybe volunteered in September, October, November, and you're not recognizing them till the next year. Ugh, no, don't do that. Keep, keep something going. Make it a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. You don't have to present them with a plaque all the time. You know, this can be, um, something small. It can be something bigger. It can be, it can be whatever you want to make it. And especially, I think if you, what's fun to me is being able to surprise a volunteer with a recognition and some people that makes them super uncomfortable and they don't want to have any part of that. But, um, I think that it's always good to just let them know that they are seen and that the work that they're doing is appreciated. You know, I I think back to the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I think that that is really very true for this situation. How do you want to be recognized? How do you want to be treated for the things that you're doing? And that's what we need to do for our volunteers. And Megan, two things with that. And I will, I will share this with you. If you want it, pop me an email yesterday. I created, and it's just through Google forms. I can share the link with you and you can copy it and do whatever you want with it. To me, this is the importance of that volunteer interest survey that you do even before they become a volunteer. And a question I put on there is what are your likes when it comes to favorite, I should say non-alcoholic drink. I just put drink, favorite non-alcoholic drink, favorite snack, favorite candy, favorite candle smell. I put that on there where they can list their favorites. And that way you're just not doing a blanket because I think, I think Megan said something right there specific to that volunteer do they do they want the in-person recognition do they want their name all over the place are they that very behind the scenes they like to work hard but they don't want big recognition or if it is something real simple and maybe it's just you and them or their 4 hers you know if they're a club manager it's something really simple but that volunteer interest survey if you need one let me know I will share mine with you and also part of this is is kind of that relationship you have with that volunteer do you know what makes them tick Again, are they that out in front person or are they the very behind the scenes want to stay hidden, but those people still need recognition too. They need to know they're important. Yeah. So while you were talking, I had two thoughts pop in my head. Um, because the more we talk about this, the more my wheels start turning. I wasn't firing on all cylinders when we hit the record button. I'm very, very tired today. Um, but I am now, and I had two, you got my wheels turning and I'm like thinking about these different things that we can do. Get it. Two things. We've talked before about putting like a 4-H member spotlight in your 4-H newsletter or in the newspaper or whatever, and highlighting those members for the great thing that, that, that they're doing. And I think that that is great that we need to continue to do that. But what about doing that for your volunteers as well? We have a volunteer spotlight. We have a volunteer of the month, you know, we're recognizing them throughout the entire year and not just at that 4-H banquet, but then maybe we bring them all back together, all the ones for the whole year, and we line them up and give them a certificate or something at the, at the banquet. Um, so they're getting kind of dual recognition with that. But I think that that could be kind of a fun thing. If you do a, a volunteer spotlight, ask them some fun questions and, and put that out there, put it in the newspaper, put it on social media and let other people see that as well. And Bailey Wright, who's our counterpart in district one, she volunteers for a, um, 
an entity in Amarillo and she showed me yesterday what they do for their volunteers. And it's a picture of the volunteer and then a quote from that volunteer about why they like volunteering at this particular place. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. But it goes back to this. If you, I'll use the verbiage willy-nilly. If you just willy-nilly think, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's never getting done. It's like everything else. Make a volunteer recognition plan. Figure out if you've got 25 volunteers, okay, how many do you need to recognize in the month to make sure everybody gets some kind of recognition like that? Have it as a plan to start the year. I think at the, the, the biggest thing to think about is at the end of the day, our programs cannot run without these volunteers. We absolutely cannot do our jobs without them. And so we need them to keep coming back. And I think the best way to get people to coming back is in a sense, and this is probably not the best way to word this, but to stroke their egos a little bit. Absolutely. And and to let them know that they are appreciated and that you do see what they do. Because look at what those volunteers, your good ones, look what they do for you. They expand your reach so much. We can't do it all. No. You get those good volunteers in there. Look, they're just an extension of your fingers reaching out. I guess I shouldn't say extension of your fingers reaching out to the children. That's not, that's not good. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that's just, if that's going on, you may need to have a discussion with your boss. That's a whole different podcast <laughs> topic that we're good, we will talk about. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was coming out, I thought that just doesn't sound good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, people. Oh my gosh. We maybe we're not firing on all cylinders today. <laughs> that's Make sure you're volu- That's a whole nother training. Make sure your volunteers are not reaching out and touching the children. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. We'll do a virtual high five. <laughs> oh my gosh. We digress. Oh, sorry. Um, I do think though, that if you put your volunteer recognition stuff in the local <laughs> newspaper, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to put our train back on the tracks. You are really, you're getting, I mean, that was like really serious voice. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. <laughs> okay. I'll quit laughing. Um, Go for it. <laughs> yeah. I do think though, that if you put those volunteers of the month or do a spotlight or something, even if you're just recognizing them, if you snap a picture and you put it in the local newspaper, that a is getting recognition for that person and putting it out there to more people of how much you appreciate them. But B it's marketing your program. I mean, come on, we, we want to market our program. We want to grow it, not just our 4-H enrollment. Well, we want to grow our volunteer enrollment too, right? Because the more volunteers we have, the less we have to depend on those core four or five, and we can spread the love to more people and extend our fingers to more people. <laughs> Don't keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> we have the giggles today. Oh, man. We all need to laugh, right? We need to laugh. Megan, you said something real important right there. And, and my goodness, we talk about this all the time. We get so caught up in what parent can volunteer. And I'm, I'm sidebarring here. What parent can volunteer for that? What parent? You go do something in the newspaper. You put it on social media. You get people to like it and share it. That extends that reach of who you can attract to be a volunteer. Where you're going just outside. What parent or grandparent can do this? What a, what a great reach for that. Just don't touch anybody. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So we've talked about a little bit about the why 
and, and a little bit about the how. Um, but if you're looking for some ideas of some physical items to give to your volunteers, let's talk about those. Wendy's got a phenomenal list going. I've got a couple. Um, we do want to say, get out of the box. Stop doing the things that you always do. Think, think bigger, think different thing. It doesn't have to be this huge thing that you order off of whatever. Um, think differently. So we, I have one idea. Oh, get it. Sorry. Yeah, it. And I'll, I'll show you a picture of this later. Um, but one of the things, so I'm getting married in May and we're having wedding showers and stuff. Um, so I needed hostess gifts and I got on Etsy and I was like wedding or bridal shower hostess gifts, you know, whatever look for that. And I found these little candles and it has, um, they have just, it's like a sticker on the top of it, but it, it has a personalized message for you and you can put whatever you want to on there. And then you can pick whatever scent you want. So when you said, pick your candles, pick your candle scent, that was like triggering my brain with this. And then you pick a box color and a ribbon color, and they send you this box that has little tiny boxes that you can put together to put your candle in with a box of matches. Then you put, close the lid on the box, put a little fancy sticker on it and tie a ribbon on it. And it cost me $8 for that one candle. Okay. We're going to go, we're going to go, let's do the manual labor route. I will tell you if, and if you don't use these candles, you're crazy. The Walmart, it's mainstays is the brand. Yeah. Walmart candles are good. And my favorite one is a, a something coconut. I don't know. It's more, what I'm burning. It's a greenish candle. Mine is the amber one. Oh my goodness. $3 and 33 cents for the, yeah. and I say small, they're not small. It's a good size candle. We did those not necessarily for volunteers. We did those for a, a school before that let us use their school. And I left those for teachers. And it was something like you're the light or something. I don't remember what verbiage you can go on Pinterest and find fun little tags to stick on candles. Yes. And most, I don't know about men, but as a woman, Oh, that's, mm, I give me a good candle. I'm all about it. Yeah. I just, I thought that was such a, a cute little idea and the way that they packaged everything up and they sent me all the stuff to package it myself. So if I wanted to put something else in there, I could, um, but I had the, the, honestly, it's labels that you get at Staples. You can get the round labels to put on top of the candle lid and bring your own with your own personalized message on there. Or you can print your own your own stickers to seal the boxes with. If you you can order the boxes off of Amazon, they'll send them to you. I mean, it's it it's relatively inexpensive to do a, a thing like that. But even to order all the stuff off of Etsy, it was, I mean, eight dollars a candle, and I thought and, that was and, pretty good. And as we go through and we talk about these ideas, Bailey and I are working on a program, and we were talking about these yesterday. Is we almost kind of grouped it into three areas: free ideas, ideas under three dollars, and then ideas over 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 three so i think what the candle thing we know is going to fall over three depending on what you want to do how much over three dollars you want to do that again that's probably more of a woman thing most men mm -hmm. unless it's like a leather candle now they may like a leather candle for their office or something car scents uh, car scents are good car too okay we did that you know y'all know i do real estate on the side not weekends for those of you that all up in my business you karen's like acting like i'm doing during extension time i don't uh, but we did that. We, we do pop by gifts. And so we have a man that's diabetic. Y'all think about that. You need to know your volunteers. And so we were like, oh Lord, we don't need to take him donuts. So we stopped by AutoZone or whatever. And we got him the black ice. Oh, it smells so good. The black ice car scent for his vehicle. That's a great thing you could do. 
Yes. Love. I'm making, I'm adding that to the list. And that, that could even be like, if you're planning an arts and crafts camp or something like that, do that at your camp. You can make those, you can buy the little scent beads and the little scents to go with them and the little mold trays to do that. Um, you can have your kids make them and then give them out to your volunteers. You can make whatever scent you want and you can make them in clovers. You can make them in any, in anything that you want to do and then give those out give those out to your volunteers. How, but Megan, you said something right there. That's important. A lot of times we think on this, well, it's just what I'm going to do as the agent, get your kids involved, whether it's a, and we're going to talk some specific ideas that may be specific to a project or it's your county ambassadors or your council, or your club officers. Don't leave them out on this because they need to thank people that are taking care of them too. But we'll, we'll get to that here in just a minute. Love the Carson idea. And I love that idea, Megan. Now I want to try that. I want to make some. All right. What's one you have? You keep going. I, I just threw out a couple. Do I? I said, I just threw out a couple. You go. That's true. Yours. Okay. I'm going to do, I'm going to focus on some free ones. And this may be my favorite free idea that I saw yesterday. Yeah, and, and I'll say these. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Notes are important. Whether from you as the agent or from kids or from fellow parents that again, club manager, project leader, that kind of stuff. But I think this idea is great as a volunteer. I would dig it somebody washing my car. <laughs> yeah. Now don't think, oh my gosh, you want me as the county agent to go wash somebody's car? Well, maybe, I mean, if you really want to, but <laughs> that's where you get your kids involved. How neat would it be to go to some volunteer's house and wash their car? I would appreciate that so much. And I'm going to say that's free because most everybody already has the items to wash a car. Yeah. For me, it's not so much the washing of the car. Can you come vacuum it out? <laughs> wipe it down oh that's that's what I would need now here's what Bailey said yesterday we talked about the car wash she said I would appreciate if somebody would just come blow off my front porch yeah absolutely so maybe it's it's cleaning your volunteers front porch raking the leaves in my yard man I would I would love that let your wheels turn on that one marinate on that one you could really run with that and have your kids involved Yeah, for sure. That's a great, great way to put your kids to work, but it's also kind of dual purpose for them because they're getting some community service hours out of it. So if you need some stuff for record books or scholarships or anything like that, that's a great place for them to do that. And that's a county level thing that they can, they can use there. And it's a doing, I'm not against donating, but it's a doing compared to donating a hands-on thing. It's an active service project. Fabulous. Yes. What else you have, Wendy? Well, let's see. Let me jump over. I'm going to do the under $3. And this could be really cheap if you order them by bulk. And probably ordering by bulk is even going to be cheaper than going to Dollar Tree where they're two for a dollar. Sending birthday cards to your volunteers. You know their birthdays. They're in, well, at least in Texas, we have 4-H online. I know a lot of you use 4-H online. You've got their birthdays. Maybe that's something your secretary does is there's all the birthdays and, and, you know, a week out or whatever, send a birthday card. Yeah. Maybe from the whole staff at the office. Birthday cards. That's, inexpensive. It's so underrated, but getting a card in the mail just to say happy birthday is awesome. Oh, it makes my day. It, I, yeah. I guess it makes my birthday. Ha. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so very inexpensive. That's an under $3 idea. Unless I guess if you really wanted to, you can make your own card. You could do that on Canva, but that's too hard. Just just buy them by bulk somewhere. Yeah. All right. You want to stay with me? You want to take them? No. Yeah. You keep going. Okay. I have a Pinterest board. Go check it out. And Megan, do you have a, do you have a volunteer recognition board on your Pinterest? I'm not sure. I might. 
on there. I'm, I don't remember to be honest. Okay. Well, let me know if you want this or if you can't find it. So it's under district two 4-H and I call it thank you gifts. And this was an idea from Audra Guess, who's our 4-H agent in Hale County. She's like, I need some new ideas. I have a whole Pinterest board and these would fall most likely under the $3 range. I would think one of them is, and you can make the little tag from Canva and then go buy whatever. So there's two different popcorn ones. You could go buy a bag of popcorn cheap. No one is better than you. Thanks for all you do. And you get some better popcorn. The other popcorn one was, let me scroll down here and find it. Now I've lost it. Where's my other popcorn one? Oh, I had one. Where did it go? Something about, oh, we're bursting with appreciation for you. And it's not even a full box of popcorn. They just opened up the box and pulled out bags. So that would be like 25 cents. You yeah, do that very inexpensively, but I've got all kinds of Pinterest ideas, uh, hands down. We appreciate you. And either it's a hand sanitizer or a hand soap from bath and body works. Cause you can get those really cheap and they're again, for one that your kids made a hand soap that your kids made. Oh, oh, then we've got, you're the bomb. So we have bomb, or you could do a chapstick or a lip balm, or Megan came up with you're the bomb B O M B and give them a bath bomb. Yeah. So there's that again. You can do that at arts and crafts camp. Yes. Food. Most people, depending on the food, we don't want to be given diabetics extra sugar. Get your foods and nutrition kids involved. Yes. It's cookies. It's, it's brownies, bread, brownies, whatever, or, or maybe something healthy. It could be a mini pies. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and those mini pies and the little Mason jar lids that go, go Pinterest it. You'll find so it. cute. What a fun thing for those kids to be involved and go deliver. Now, Megan, I'm going to let you share the idea you had with the food that you had, but then the other two things you talked about for National Volunteer Week, because I think it's yeah, brilliant. I think, um, I think you could do like a, during National Volunteer Week, go to their place of business, wherever they work, or maybe they're at stay-at-home mom or whatever, and you go deliver them um, balloons. It could be a little thing that says we're getting carried away with your volunteerism or something like that. Um, or you deliver them balloons and a couple of cookies, you know, they, those, um, iced sugar cookies that are decorated, that are so cute. You could do them in 4-H clovers or anything like that. Um, or deliver them some flowers. I, everybody, I mean, if somebody brought me some flowers, it just makes my whole week. I just, I'm so appreciative, love them so much, but just do something like that, where you deliver them, you get people out and you're, you're going out and showing them during national for eight or national volunteer week, how much you appreciate their service to your organization. And you're delivering some fun things to their office. And I think the delivering to the office, Megan, that was such a good idea. And I'm, I'm going to go back. I mean, we talk balloons and flowers, but I'm going to even say whether it's candy, it's cookies, homemade yeah. or hot, that doesn't matter. Okay. Think about your packaging. You can, you know, we're all about the Dollar Tree up with the mm -hmm. lunchtime ladies. You could get some cute packaging, tissue paper, their little cellophane bags, curly ribbon, all the things for very inexpensive and do something so cute. And, and that's another pop by thing we do. If y'all have never tried Walmart snickerdoodles, <gasps> have mm -hmm. you tried them, Megan? Uh-uh. And I make some good homemade snickerdoodles. I don't know if I can beat Walmart snickerdoodles. They are so good. So if somebody put on there, that's where that volunteer interest survey is important. If they put, they like snickerdoodles, that could be something you take. And so it's, it's very specific to whoever it is, but little plug for Walmart snickerdoodles right there. That's awesome. They're good. But it could be I, yeah, cupcakes. I, it could be anything, you know, oh, I mean, yes. um, 
get your foods and nutrition kits to put those together and make that for you. Um, you can even, you know, deploy students out there if you want to excuse them for part of the day or do it after school and have them. Um, or if you have teachers that are volunteers, you know, pull one or two students out of class for five or 10 minutes and let them go do a presentation right there. Of course, all of this is going to take a little bit of coordination on your part and finding out where they work and, and what they do. But that's why we want to have a conversation about it now in March so that it's, you know, we're a little over a month away from that. You have time to get a plan together and get all of this stuff together and, and to go do it. With the balloons, I think it's really easy to um, define a balloon inflator. You can get an electric one or a helium one, whatever one you want, and, and for very inexpensive. I think a helium tank at Walmart is like $30, but you can do... Um, you can do just a regular, we have just a regular like electric one that you plug into the wall and you stick the balloon on top of it and then tie it off and it blows it up. And it's great. We've done balloon arches with it for, um, for camps and everything. And I think that that is a, you know, that's a super fun thing to do as well. That's I, balloons. I don't know why balloons make me happy. They make me happy too. I'm going to say balloons make me happier than flowers. Flowers, well, I guess balloons deflate. I was like flowers die, balloons deflate. But there's nothing like balloons. I, I don't know what, maybe I think when I was little and I'd get balloons for something. Yeah. I don't know. It's See, I'm the memory. opposite. Flowers, flowers make me happier than balloons. Are those your jam? They are. Now, if I wasn't doing a no sugar thing right now, I'd say bring on the candy and the yeah, sweets because I love sure. me some candy. <laughs> love some candy. I did write on here, maybe, and you got to think about your budget. And, and Megan has said times, time and time again, plan, plan, plan. Within that plan, you do need to think about your budget. If you can, and, and it, this would be hard if you had a lot of volunteers, but if you have a few, maybe you meet one or two for coffee one day. Take them out for coffee. Every, most people love that and, and go to a place that maybe has tea or water. Not everybody drinks coffee, but someplace just to chat. And maybe you're not chatting about 4-H. Maybe it's just to simply chat, to have social time. You're going to have volunteers that are all about that. Now, if it's a, a very closed off volunteer, maybe coffee one-on-one. -on -one. They may not want to do it with a group, but your little social butterfly volunteers, they would eat something like that up. So yeah, just invite them out just for an inexpensive coffee. Or yep. if you don't have the budget, bring them to the office. Yeah, set up there. a cute little coffee bar. Even though that can be expensive too, you may be easier to take them out somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, if you if you do it at the office, you can do it with multiple groups, and so your stuff becomes more economical that way. Um, I would also say that you know, just checking in on your volunteers and we want to recognize them and stuff, but we've said this before, but to build I, what you said while ago was having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with them where it's not necessarily about your program or anything with that, but it's, it's really just building a relationship and making them feel heard and noticed and seen. And so that you can continue to have that partnership with them. And most of the time, if you, most I can't say 100% of the time, but I'd say 98% of the time, if you develop that kind of relationship, we wouldn't have to have Dr. Laura come on <laughs> and talk, and talk about, about conflict. Because <laughs> <laughs> most people that you have that relationship, they're usually not going to be crazy. No. Because they don't, they don't want to offend you. They don't want to hurt you and they don't want to hurt your program. Yeah. Take some time. This, this could pay off dividends later. Speaking of your program, 
I'm going to switch gears for one second. Get it. And I think that if you have the ability to buy some branded apparel or accessories or cups or anything like that, anything that you can get that has your county's 4-H program on it, um, do that because that is dual purpose. That is one, they get excited about those things. And two, they are wearing them out in public all the time and marketing your program. And you can do that cheaply. Oh, yeah. Which I'll say that I had a good budget. I, I could afford some things for my people, but we had a local person who would give me a pretty good deal to make some jackets. So my volunteers all had jackets with Lillian County 4-H written on it. Great yeah. marketing. I bought the um, the $7 Arctic cups from Walmart and I had another 4-H parent print me some Ellis County 4-H stickers. It was a 4-H clover and then it said hashtag, hashtag LSCO4H. And um, I put those stickers on the cups and I gave them those cups. So that cup was like, I think all in maybe $8 and I gave them to all my club managers. Oh, and to club man- and, and Megan, I'm glad you said that is maybe it's not. I, and I said a while ago, a blanket that you may still not blanket. Maybe your club managers get one thing. Maybe your project leaders get something else. It could be different. And it may be the project leader thing. Maybe it's something kind of specific to the project or it may not be, it doesn't have yeah. to be, it doesn't have to be. Um, Dang it. Now, oh, oh, this other idea. Now this is, this will cost some money. Bailey shared this, that and if those of you that know Kay Besner, that is one special lady right there. Mm-hmm. She's a, I'll call her 4-H grandma. I've known Kay forever, but still serves as a club manager. And I mean, this woman is a go-getter. She gets after it. But one thing they do in her county is she does a volunteer celebration. And it's, it's, I don't like the word banquet. Ugh, that just sounds yucky, but it's basically their, their own recognition. It's separate from the 4-H banquet, their own recognition and the kids put it on and that's how they recognize their volunteers. I, I think that is just great. And it's, it's kind of a tradition now that, that I think those volunteers sort of, not that they expect it, nobody expects recognition, but they look forward to it. Yeah. We did something similar in Ellis County. Um, we called it I don't know if it was volunteer appreciation or it was an interpretation dinner or what it was. Anyways, we invited all the volunteers from all of our volunteer groups across extension. So our master gardeners, our master wellness volunteer, master naturalist, and our 4-H volunteers. We also invited um, some key stakeholders like our judges and commissioners and things like that. And then we recognized that was the time for the master gardeners to come in and recognize the graduate, the interns that were graduating out of their, their training program. Master naturalist did the same thing. We recognized all of them for their number of hours that they volunteered. Um, we recognized all the 4-H volunteers. We fed them a great meal. My former coworker <laughs> caters a lot of events. And so he always catered the, the dinner for us. And so that was always great. Um, but we also invited our key stakeholders to that. So they got to see exactly what all of our volunteers do in the community and how much they actually give back. Um, We've, we've also taken those volunteers to recognize them in commissioner's courts, because I think that is important too. And, um, one year we, we got a giant check made and we, yeah, when, when you have the exact same idea, we got a giant check made and we wrote it to Ellis County commissioner's court for the number of hours that were converted to dollars of what the volunteers gave back to the county. And so um, we presented that at commissioner's court. Um, sometimes we presented at that dinner, but usually in, in the court so that it's on the public record or whatever. So It seems like our theme today, whatever we say, the other person goes, I got two things on that. So I have two things on that. Yeah. yeah. That is so great. 
what a good staff thing to do because everybody yeah. has volunteers. Yeah. What a great thing for the community to see your county to see that. Look at look at the staff. Look at the staff working together on this event and look at the volunteers. And I wrote down right when you said that, I wrote down big check. We're on the <laughs> yeah. same brainwave. And, and I don't know what the dollar figure is now. It seems like it changes every year on figuring yeah. how much volunteers give back. But looking at, and not the hours are, you know, my hours were never specific, but I kind of knew how much everybody gave. And I would write that down. And then to equate that into money of what it's saving the county. Now, I'll admit, one time we did a check at court and the court thought we were writing them that check. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is what we save you. Yes. This is what we save you in having volunteers. Yeah. I, I love the big check. Now, I, I wish I would have done this. <clears throat> I made my first big check permanent. I wish we would have done it where we could have written in the amount and then oh, yeah. wrote it out like a check. Think about that when you do it. Don't make it a permanent check because those checks can kind of be extensive. Yeah. But do that base, the base check, and then make it where you can write in each year what your volunteers do. Yeah. We, uh, check. we did one where we just printed out the dollar amount and we just taped it onto the check so that yes. we could use it from year to year. Yeah. So there's your warning. Do as I say, not as I do, because I did. We made that sucker permanent. And I thought, well, crud, now I got to order another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love, and you take that big check everywhere. We would take it to the banquet. We, we would take it or not. You know, I hate banquet. 4-H awards night. But yeah, we wanted even fellow parents who maybe didn't serve as volunteers or grandparents to be like, oh, I'm not a part of that dollar figure. How can I be a part of that dollar figure? So I love the big check idea. For sure. Do you have what any other ideas you want to share? Well, I think we already talked. Didn't we already talk the Canva with the quote? I think uh -huh. we talked that one. Or was that yeah. the show? Okay. You know, and, and to me, this is where you can get kids involved. Even we talked canvas, but a highlight video, maybe it's all your volunteers in one video. Maybe it's each one has their own video. We have 4-Hers who are great at technology, put them in charge of that. Yeah, for sure. So, and not only, you know, looking at it from, we're recognizing them, but another great marketing piece to share and it's free. You know, they did that this year for Texas 4-H with the Salute to Excellence Awards because we didn't get to have an in-person awards presentation. And so they um, sent yard signs to all the county offices to present to their um, their award recipients. And then they videoed the, the presentation to those award recipients and made a big video for Texas 4-H with all of that. We can link that in the show notes if you want to see it, but it was just such a cool thing to see all these different people from across the state being recognized for their service to, to Texas 4-H. And um, then they got a yard sign to put in their yard. You know, I just thought that was the coolest thing. We had one here in Erath County that I got to, the agent sent me the, the um, video of it. And I got to help actually write the awards application for him. And, um, he's been a volunteer for like 45 years. I mean, it's insane, like longer than a lot of us have been alive. And so, um, and has seen like over, I don't know, we figured all the numbers up. It was like 2,500 4-Hers come through his shooting sports program and trained over 500 coaches through the shooting sports certification program and stuff. I mean, just the impact that he's had has been tremendous. 
but he was not excited about the sign so much as he was excited about the cake that they got him. And it was just the sweetest thing. And they did it at a four H club meeting and he had, he had no idea why all the agents were there. Um, he thought that they were just kind of checking in on him, like he was in trouble or something, but all the agents were there there and they videoed it and they presented him with a cake and the sign and an award. And it was just the sweetest thing ever. And he, um, he was just so surprised and taken aback, but it was just the sweetest thing. And so I think if you could do something like that and then video it and put it out on social media, that just, again, markets your program, but it is just another way to say thank you to those volunteers. And, and I got to participate in one of ours. I was in town for it. And so uh, Rhonda Alexander, who's an agent here in Lubbock County, invited me. And it was so much fun. And this volunteers had a really rough year. She lost her husband. Just some various things have gone on. And so we all met. We met down the street. The, her children lied to her about why she needed to be at home. And I mean, we converged on her front yard and we had cookies. And so she cried and we, we basically had a big party in her front yard. And I hope even if it goes back to being at State Roundup, I hope that's something we continue and that you might continue in your counties is because it's more personal then. Mm -hmm. and, and we just had an absolute blast celebrating her. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. it, you could go back to that volunteer of the month thing mm -hmm. and get some little cheap yard signs made that say, you know, whatever County 4-H program volunteer of the month and give that to them and let them stick that yard sign in their yard. How cool is that? And those are pretty inexpensive. They are. They're like $3 a piece. Yeah. You can get away with that really, really cheaply. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. This makes me want to go do some volunteer recognition. I know. Now I'm thinking of this whole list I need to put together for my agents. <laughs> I mean, this could be way fun. And we know this isn't all. What do you do? Yeah. Share we want to hear from this. you. Free under $3, over $3. Share your ideas. What yeah. do you do that's been impactful? Absolutely. And Megan, where can they share that? Well, you can email that to us. Our emails are always listed in the show notes, but you can also chat with us on the socials. We're at the 4-H Lunchtime Ladies on both Instagram and Facebook. And we know you do some great things that we did not talk about today. Yeah, yeah. Shoot oh, those so our excited. way. Me too. Now I want to go to the Dollar Tree and look at ideas. Oh, and go <laughs> District 24H. We have the thank you gift. It's called thank you gifts. It's one of our boards that we have. Go check out very inexpensive things you could do right there. Yeah, for sure. Well, and we'll link it in the show notes as well. Yes. Oh, awesome. this was fun. It was. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week. Bye y'all. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the 4-H Lunchtime Ladies podcast. We'd like to continue this conversation with you over on our social media pages. So be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and connect with us there. You can find us at the 4-H Lunchtime Ladies on both platforms.